Do you constantly feel confused about where your life is headed or maybe you just need some guidance to get through your current season in life? Are you tired of doing the same old stuff and getting no results? Maybe you're at a turning point in your life and looking for someone or something to help you get the life you've always wanted. When you're ready to stop the old routine that's no longer serving you or you're ready to hit the goals that you've set for yourself, join us here where we'll share stories about personal development and interview leading experts on how to have the life you deserve. I'm Erin Backman, a personal development coach, salon manager, and a whole lot more. I love helping those around me break through their roadblocks and live the life of their dreams. So join us here on the Building a Better Life podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building a Better Life, a podcast dedicated to all my mamas who want to create a life filled with happiness at home and at work. I'm your host, Erin Backman, a fully licensed hairstylist and personal development coach who just happens to love chatting over an iced coffee. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited. Today, we're going to be doing a five-part series or the start of our five-part series focused on career change. And today, we're going to be talking about why finding fulfillment in your career and your job is so important. So make sure you get that coffee or tea ready and in your hand and pull up a seat. So let's do it. Okay, so let's talk about career fulfillment and kind of what that means to different people. And we'll review a little bit about it and just get a good understanding. So career fulfillment can be broken down into a couple different things. And I am going to be focusing on two different levels of career fulfillment. The first being monetary, which is where we're getting our needs met. We're getting paid enough money. We're getting compensated properly. And you feel like it's a win-win situation for you and your employer. You're not worried about money. You're not worried about life. It's just fulfilling all of your needs that you need. And maybe you're potentially able to save or pay off debt or do whatever you want to do in your life. So being fulfilled monetarily at your job is going to be important. I'm not going to say that it's not, but it isn't the end all be all in every career. There are those of us who will not find job satisfaction if what we're doing is not fulfilling our soul. If it's just filling our pocketbooks, that is not going to be enough. And for those who are always going to be seeking more money, then we're going to be in this constant cycle of looking for more money and taking jobs and careers that we know that are just going to pay us more money, but it's actually going to take us away from the life that we want to live, thus creating more problems. So just like Biggie said, more money, more problems. The second part of a career being fulfilling is the soul filling part. And this is when we're fulfilled at work and it's that good feeling that we get, you know, when we help someone or when we achieve something and when we get praise, those are the things that we're looking for as humans. We love being admired. We love being praised. And for a lot of us, this is actually what we're seeking when we're at work. We want someone to tell us that we're doing a good job. We want someone to pat us on the back and we want to feel like we're making a difference. And that's not to say that, you know, if you find your career somehow fulfilling, that it's not going to be that way for you always, things can change. But I wanted to share a little bit about my experience with career fulfillment and what you can do if your job is not fulfilling either one of those things. Okay, so some of my career experience, I have 
quite a few different careers that I've had, and some of them were deeply meaningful to me as a person, as an individual, as a human, and some uh, not so much. So I began working around the age of 15, 16, jobs here or there, retail, like duh. Nothing I would say before college I would define as fulfilling or amazing. You know, some of the things were fun. And that was pretty much about it. It was nice to have money. It was nice to be able to pay for things. It was nice to save money. All of those things were fun. But it wasn't until I was in my senior year at Chico State and I was working as one of the program coordinators for the Women's Center, which was the feminist group on campus at Chico State. And there were four of us that worked in this tiny, tiny office in the basement of our union building. And I loved what we were able to do. So our job was to host different events on campus. And we were actually funded through the university, which was awesome. And it was just a lot of fun to be able to be with other like-minded individuals and to get paid at a college to do something that was making a difference. And one of the most memorable events that I ever got to do was I ran the event for Take Back the Night. Uh, I want to say this was probably fall 2005 because I graduated in 2006. So fall 2005, I ran the event for Take Back the Night in the fall. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with Take Back the Night, it is a night where women and particularly those on a university campus get together. We march quietly through usually the areas around a campus or in downtown. For us, it was downtown Chico. And it's for those who are sexual assault survivors. And we're taking back the night. The nighttime has often been very, um, scary for women. Women are constantly living in fear about someone abducting us, someone raping us. And for me as a survivor of sexual assault, it was very, very powerful to host this event and to provide a safe space for those who hadn't been able to talk about their experiences or they haven't been able to process that trauma. That was really an amazing thing to be a part of. And I will forever, ever, ever remember that because it changed me as a person. And we also, in the spring, we had another event that was really, really cool. We did a conference. We focused on some gender related issues and I absolutely love that work as well. I enjoy talking about gender norms, performative gender, all of it, masculinity, femininity. I'm here for it. I want to talk about it. So for me, that was really nice to bring someone into campus and just share more with our student body about, you know, different living experiences and different gender performances. So that experience, you know, ranks really, really high for me in terms of being a fulfilling job. I did not make a lot of money there, but I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about the individuals that were uh, volunteering with us. We had about mm, 20 to 30 interns with us during the year. And that was just a memorable experience. So after I graduated college, my second job was working as an administrative assistant at a domestic violence agency. So obviously, like I was a sociology major and clearly I go into nonprofit work. Uh, However, this was not a good fit for me. I was working as an administrative assistant within the department that dealt with the... um, 
domestic violence offenders. So these guys are state mandated or court ordered to attend therapy. And we had to schedule their therapy for them, which was group sessions typically. And let's just say they were not the nicest people. And I got into quite a few fights with them or arguments or disagreements, whatever you want to call it, within a matter of months. And I just did not feel comfortable working there anymore. And, you know, there wasn't anywhere else for me to work in the agency. So I took a leave and I want to say it was about like three or four months in. So that job was not fulfilling monetarily. I mean, it was a decent amount for freshly graduated from college. But I could not take that situation and the amount of stress that I felt like I was put under in that agency. So then I moved uh, from one part of the Bay Area to another part and then started working part time at Curves. Now, one might think that working part time at a Curves location would not have been fulfilling, but I will tell you it definitely was. It was the first time that I had ever spent that much time quote unquote, working out and curves is not like a place where you're going to get like a super intense workout It is just circuits, very lightweight circuits. And I happened to work the shift where a lot of older women came in and I really enjoyed my time with them. We would have these amazing conversations and I've always been told I'm an old soul and I've always loved things that were vintage and pinup and cool. And these women were just amazing. So this was in Palo Alto. So obviously these women have some money, but they're also, they've been in Palo Alto so long that, you know, it was back when Palo Alto was a regular city and things were affordable. So they had a lot of amazing memories and things to share. And I just loved seeing them two to three days a week in the middle of the day. Like it was just awesome. I would stand there. I would work out with them. I would chat with them. You know, if one of them wasn't there, the other ones would tell me what was going on. It was just a really, really cool place to connect with these women and to learn about a different generation. So I was there maybe about a year, year and a half, but I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. Um, the compensation was (laughs) not the greatest, but I got a lot out of it. So that was awesome. Uh, Then I took a leave from graduate school and then I began working as an administrative assistant at a corporate job. Um, I learned a lot in that position and I worked my way up very quickly there, got promoted a few times, got raises a few times, and I actually started a MBA program while I was working there. So I gained a lot of self-fulfillment and autonomy in that situation that was right before my divorce as well. So it was a lot of self-discovery. I definitely did not make enough money for myself uh, once I moved out, but I learned a lot about myself and that I was truly capable of achieving a lot of things. So very fulfilling work in the beginning. Once I understood and learned how to do everything that I could, not the most fulfilling. So I think after a couple years, I then transitioned to a administrative role for a community organization in Alameda County. Now, this job was probably the one that had the highest potential for fulfillment. Uh, But yeah, no, I took a pay cut doing that. I moved from, you know, the peninsula area and the Bay Area out to Oakland 
uh, just to be closer to this position, which was in Hayward. And I was still going to school uh, for my MBA, but it was a very difficult organization to work with. And it was, you know, full of uh, corruption and I don't even know what else was going on there, but it was a hot mess. Needless to say, I was there less than a year. I got myself out of there as soon as I could because it was not the best fit. And the organization about less than a year later completely crumbled because there was some, some stealing going on of federal or misappropriation of funds. I want to say is what the, um, the people who ran that organization were charged with. And yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I, I was gone. So it had the most potential to be very fulfilling because I would be working with a variety of different communities. Those that were just getting out of prison to people helping people find jobs to working with domestic violence agencies, partnering with a whole bunch of really cool agencies who were also doing amazing work for the community. So it had a whole bunch of potential, but when the leadership is not in the right frame of mind, it can really ruin it. So that definitely was not a great experience. Then after that, I became a supervisor for another corporate job and I was there for just under four years, I want to say. The first year or two, it was pretty fulfilling. I was really stretching myself beyond my limits in terms of what I knew I could do and what it was possible for myself. Uh, But I began working 12-hour days, not really having a life, having to quit my MBA program because I did not have time to do it with the amount of workload that I had. Um, and it was probably the highest I'd gotten paid and I got a few raises while I was there. But by the end of the three and a half years, almost four years, I was completely burnt out. I felt like shit. I hated myself. I thought I was a terrible person. I thought that my employees hated me. I, in fact, I knew that they hated me. I would oftentimes go in my office and cry I just felt like garbage and I broke my wrist in a car, broke my hand in a car accident. Um, And this is when I'd already enrolled in hair school. So I knew things were not going well there. I knew I wanted an exit strategy. So I decided to go to hair school in the evenings after work and broke my hand. Then the company asked me to leave a couple weeks later, which shows you they really did not give a shit about me, which is fine because I don't care about them either. Yeah. So I find that like a lot of my jobs, (laughs) as I'm running down this list, either were completely fulfilling, not fulfilling at all, or started out fulfilling and then became not so fulfilling. So let's end on the last one, which is where I'm at right now with my career, which is I am a hairstylist. I have been working at my salon for over five years. I also was an educator for a brand for about three years. And Uh, I also educate in-house in the salon that I work. And that has definitely been one of the most fulfilling careers I have ever done. I thoroughly enjoy working with my clientele, especially now that I have established, you know, who my clientele is and what, what hair I love doing, what colors I love doing and all of that. But then even educating other stylists. I love the education process and I love watching people learn And I enjoy being part of that. And that is kind of like the common thread, at least that I've experienced through most of my jobs and most of my careers is that I enjoy education and I enjoy being part of education for others. So I know that 
if I'm looking for long time, long term career fulfillment, I am going to be looking for education because those things are very important to me. So I will say that I don't think that, you know, I'm at the end of my career, obviously, like I've added on personal development coaching and particular career change coaching, which is what the series is focused on to part of my calling or what I'm in love with right now. And I don't really see, you know, my changing from a corporate job to a hairstylist as being separate from me wanting to help other people find something that they're passionate about. So those are my experiences and I hope that that was fun for you. But yeah, really weird looking back on your own working experience. Okay, so let's get started. Let's talk about what do we do if your job does not currently fulfill either your monetary needs or your soul-fulfilling needs. So what I would suggest is that one, you find either like a hobby or some volunteer work or some part-time side hustle or something that will be that soul fulfilling things. I don't recommend that people just quit their job and like peace out to something else. That's a, a very difficult move to make, particularly in the economy that we're in right now with a global pandemic that makes it a little bit hard. But can you do a hobby on the side? Yes. Can you volunteer with something that is soul fulfilling? Yes. So start there, start with something that you can use in your free time, your fun time to bring that spark, that life back to yourself. I think that's an amazing place to start. Second tip that I have is if you're interested and you're ready and willing and can do this financially is to potentially go back to school, either part-time or full-time if you can. So maybe you want to dip your toes into something else. Maybe you can take a few online courses through a community college, which would be a lot more affordable, but it could get you into a different career that maybe you're more passionate about. Some people want to switch from being creative to being corporate. Some people want to switch from corporate to being creative. There are a lot of different things that you can try out just by taking a class to get a really good understanding of whether or not you actually want to pursue this interest any further. Number three. So if it's not an option for you to go to school, you kind of like your work, but maybe you just want to change things up a little bit at your job. Maybe you start a committee at your current job that focuses on doing better. Maybe you need a green committee. Maybe you need uh, something for morale boosting. Maybe you need team building. Maybe you just want to get, you know, together every other week on Zoom with your current coworkers just to feel the connection or the community again. Something that will make you feel better about working where you work, but also making where you work a better place is a great way to start without having any major risks associated with it. The next one, number four, would be to find a transition program through your current job into a new role. There are a lot of companies and corporations out there that want to help you develop and help you become a better person. And they are willing to pay for some education or part of education through a transition program. A lot of companies also enjoy promoting within versus external promotions or external hires. So if they're, if you're looking to get into management or maybe you want to switch from being a customer service role to getting into HR, there's always ways to find 
a transition mode through your company and your current job. And if that doesn't exist there and that's something that's important to you, maybe it's not the best fit for you long-term. But that is a good option if there is something within your current company that you would love to do. And something that I have been able to do in my current role is I have created my own kind of role and duties. So it's kind of like mixing the third and the fourth tip. Um, So there wasn't a manager position when I first got hired. And as we expanded, it became very apparent this is what we needed. And it was something that I had experience in and I was interested in doing. So I didn't mind doing it. And I was totally down to do that. And I'd like to think that I will probably continue to do that for as long as I work at the salon that I work at, because that is me. I, I continually have changing interests and it doesn't change the fact that I don't enjoy where I work, but sometimes I need to sprinkle in some new things. And the last suggestion I have for you is to hire a coach or someone that you can really just bounce a conversation off of and get going and start working on it. Sometimes we have no idea where to start. Sometimes we have no idea what it is that we want. So that's when I suggest hiring a coach, someone to help you get the conversation started, working with myself or any of the other amazing team members and coaches through journey is definitely what I would recommend because I would love to help you find something that you absolutely love doing and feel amazing about yourself at the end of your working day. So thank you so much for joining me today on building a better life. And if you're feeling unfulfilled at work right now, don't worry. We will have four more episodes in this series to get you on the track to finding that good, fluffy, warm feeling at work so you can be happy. So until next time, bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on building a better life. If you love what you heard or want us to talk about a particular topic, leave us a good review on iTunes or Google podcasts and leave your suggestions in your review. If you have a friend or someone who needs this episode or maybe the whole podcast in their life, please share a screenshot on your Instagram and tag me at Aaron M. Backman. You can also find me on Facebook under Aaron Backman coaching. Hope you have a fabulous week and get your shit together.